Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Happy New Week. I hope that the week has started well for you. And for us, we're pushing on stronger. We're getting better. Um, third week of the month, third week in the month of January, third week in the year. And God has been faithful. Thank you so much for everyone that has listened to Dear Tyler, shared Dear Tyler with other people. It's really, really humbling. Thank you so much for all your connects um, and your, you know, your contributions. It, it's been really heartwarming to see how much this podcast has helped people to grow, help people to become better, um, and, you know, just being a glimmer of hope and encouragement to people. So it's really, really humbling. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know we can do more. And so please and please um, do your best um, as you can, do as best as you can to share these uh, podcast episodes with people. We have a long list of episodes, right? Uh, This is like going to be the third year that we're doing, dear Tyler. So we've got a lot of episodes that can really, really be of a blessing to someone so please do well to share with others right and i'm sure it's going to be an amazing experience i've really been enjoying the trend we've been going on you know just using certain words to talk about certain things and um i'm i I know deeply that you guys have been blessed and encouraged in some way and so today's topic is bulletproof right tagged bulletproof now as a young kid growing up there's this obsession with superheroes right superheroes or obsession with action movies so let me just put it in this way typically right um, young boys love action movies right so it's not a very generic thing some other um some other people would prefer some other genre of movies, you know, another style of movies. Maybe comedy, could be romance, it could be uh, documentary, whatever it is. But in a general sense, most of the young um, children, when it comes to boys and all, they love superhero movies, right? Superhero movies. And many times we tend to be extremely creative where we try to create our own particular superheroes. And one of the um, some of the attributes that we give usually to our own superhero is the ability to fly, the ability to have super strength, you know, and some other powers. But one major power that we usually give is the ability to be bulletproof, the ability to be bulletproof. And so being bulletproof just means that um, bullets will not be able to penetrate your skin, right? Bullets will not be able to penetrate your skin. I remember watching a movie um, the new version of TMNT, that's Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, if you don't, don't worry, it's an obsession to me, I love them. And um, in the, the, the movie is a pretty long movie, though, and it may not interest a lot of us, but I think it was just the nostalgia, remember? When we spoke about nostalgia, for me it's like more of nostalgia because it reminds me of my childhood and the excitement of seeing them, you know, how I just used to be pumped up. I wanted to be Leonardo. Anyway, so in the movie, um, one of the mutated turtles uh, went to save some of his other brothers, right? Other turtle brothers. And while um, while they're planning out their escape, while they're trying to run away from the 
particular facility that held them captive. They were being shot at, you know, by gunmen and everything. And so when they were shot at, they noticed that the bullets were being deflected. So the guy now screamed, we're bulletproof. And the moment, the moment they realized that they were bulletproof, in respect to the weapons available to their enemies, everything called fear disappeared. And they literally went in full-fledged attack. Now, without the knowledge of them being bulletproof, they were skeptical, they were scared, they were hiding, you know, retreating. But the moment they came to the realization that they were bulletproof, they went straight into attack mode. Straight into attack mode. There's this advert. I think it was either the president of... The president of Mercedes or the vice president of Mercedes. They were trying to advertise the um, the quality. They're trying to advertise the quality of their vehicles, right? And one of the qualities of that particular vehicle they were advertising is that it was absolutely bulletproof. Absolutely bulletproof. And in order to validate that claim, the vice president himself went into the driver's corner, right? I mean, driver's seat, sat in there, and then... He allowed people to shoot at him like through the windows and everything. And as they were shooting, he wasn't flinching. Now, that was a selling point. Now, typically, what, what comes to your mind is whatever made the vice president of that company enter into that car and get shot at, right? The confidence that he exuded means that the car is of great quality. And what they're saying is true. So there's an integrity in there advertisement claims there's integrity so if there's one thing that I've noticed about being bulletproof is the confidence in the the person's persona right so the person is confident the person seems to have a newfound belief in life newfound belief in life now a lot of armed um, forces people um, personnel rather um, law enforcement agencies Typically, part of the requirement is for them to have a bulletproof jacket or a Kevlar vest, right? Now, what that does is that it protects certain vital organs of the body from the impact of bullets, right? So, it stops the force of the bullet. You could still feel the pain, but as long as it does not penetrate into the skin, it, it, it keeps you... Um, it keeps you safe, right? So there are different grades of the whole Kevlar vest. There's some Kevlar vests that cannot take some certain uh, bullets because of the force that they move with. But because they wear that, they move with a certain level of confidence into a very, very chaotic situation. Because if they're going to be shot at, typically they will judge the ammunition that is available within that region. And so they take a wild guess and because they know that they are protected, they can move with so much confidence, right? So they're not scared. They're not trying to protect certain parts of their body because anything that is vital is covered for. Anything that is vital is covered for. Now, how does this apply to us, Tyler? Words and experiences are like bullets in life. Words and experiences are like bullets in life. It's... It's a sad truth that people will always have their opinion about you. No matter how honest, no matter how sincere you are, people will always have their opinion about you. And you cannot stop people 
from having their opinion about you. For whatever reason, they are entitled to their opinion. And it's something that we need to learn to um, respect. People will always have their opinion about you. I learned from a movie, I think it was Princess Diaries or so, um, where it says that nobody has the permission, nobody has the ability to intimidate you without your permission. So you can't stop people from doing some certain things, right? But you can choose what to do with what they give you. You can develop such a tough skin that these words or those actions of people will not mean anything to you. Now, take for instance me, Binga. I am a word person, right? So primary love language is words of affirmation. Uh, so I interpret words in a very, very delicate way, right? Delicate way. I interpret it in a very delicate way. So you may say one thing, and in my mind, I have interpreted it in many ways, right? I have postulated different interpretations to what you're saying. So it means that typically you can wreck my day by your words, right? On a normal day, you could wreck me by your words. And because of that, then a lot of experiences that I have had where I had confrontations with people and their words really hit hard. And 10, 20 years after, the words are still hitting me hard, right? Now, um, throughout 2023, I found out that I was a victim of those experiences, those words, right? That they were still having the ability to pierce me, still having the ability to inject some certain level of um, fear, um, lack of confidence, you know, anxiety, depression, whatever it is. I could not just get a grasp of how to overcome these very, very dire circumstances for myself it was very difficult and I will not lie and I know that there are quite a lot of people that have had similar experiences now when I was having my retreat in December one of the things that I had you know um, spoken about right with God was how these experiences have really wrecked me as an individual how they've um, created a certain um, weakness in me and I do not want it and the Spirit of the Lord told me that I need to be able to fortify my mind and my life with something that deflects those words. Something that deflects those words. So, when, when creating a bulletproof jacket or a bulletproof material, what you are looking for is a material that can absorb the force of the bullets that are coming. Now, it's not going to stop the bullet from coming, but it can absorb the force of it so that you can still keep on moving. In order for you to have a bulletproof life in court, right, you need to develop a system around you that absorbs those um, particular um, bullets that are being shot at you. They will not penetrate into your heart, will not penetrate into your life, right? So when you think of, when you look at scripture in Ephesians, where Paul was talking about the whole armor of God, in as much as they are instruments of war, majority of them were instruments of protection, right? The helmet of salvation was protecting your head. The breastplate of righteousness was protecting your chest region, right? The um, shoes of the gospel of peace, you understand 
um, protecting your feet, the shield of faith, right, um, which you use, you know, to block the fiery darts of the enemy, and then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. My sword of spirit, which is the word of God. Now, and then the belt of truth, which is like a girdle that holds all those other attributes together, right? Keeps it fit, right? Now, all of those things were created to do what? Protect certain vital organs. So whether you see um, law enforcement agents, you know, or the paramilitary, they've got helmets. Why? Because the brain is um, in the head. That's where it should be. And it needs to be protected because once the brain gets shut down, right? Once the brain gets shut down, everything gets crippled. Every single thing gets crippled. So you protect it. Now, Scripture says that you protect it with what? The helmet of what? Salvation. Understanding. This is where the understanding is, your mind. Understanding, understanding, understanding. So your perception your thought patterns, right, should be should be guarded by salvation. Now, somebody can come over and tell you, you know, whatever it is, that you're not going to amount to anything in life, you're a useless person, or that um, you're too slow, you're underachieving, whatever it is, you know, you, you don't amount to anything substantial, whatever the words may be, no matter how hurtful they may be, right, I'm, I, I don't have such vocabulary, right, to to express it but i believe that our experiences can definitely give us a hint you know too now remembering that you are saved by the blood of jesus the consciousness of your salvation the salvation that the lord has given you that consciousness is a protection for your mind that consciousness is a protection for your mind the breastplate of righteousness protects your heart and all the organs that help you to work right and so, understanding your righteousness in Christ Jesus keeps your heart steady. Anything that causes anxiety, anything that causes fear, begins to lose its strength because you understand that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The gospel of peace, right? The shoes of the gospel of peace. How does that protect you? You understand that wherever you tread, there is a message that you carry, right? There's a message that you carry. You're not an individual of conflict. You're an individual of peace. And so you are girdled with peace. The peace of God keeps you. You know you can tread on certain things and you are protected because of the peace of the Lord. The belt of truth holds all things together. It tightens you. And so people can come up with lies, deceptions, and whatever it is, right? False accusations on you. But you know what the truth of the word of the Lord says. And so you girdle your whole armory with that belt of truth, right? Just like when you want to wear maybe a particular clothing, a shirt, trouser, blouse, whatever, right? And then you use that belt to hold the two pieces together. That's what truth does for you. And then the shield of faith. The shield of faith protects you from the arrows of the enemy, but through that you are able to advance in life. So as you are blocking the arrows of the enemy and you are moving, by faith you move forward. By faith you move forward. So the arrows will come. You just have the shield that protects you. And because of that, the arrows don't mean anything. You can move forward. I remember growing up, um, back then we were in Holland, and part of the curriculum is to go through a whole lot of ancient history, right? So we did a little bit of Greek. We did a little bit of the Vikings, that is the Nordic people. But the one that really, really intrigued me the most 
was the Roman Empire. And, you know, we delved into quite a lot into their strategies of how they used to win war. Now, one of the ways that they used to penetrate into cities back then, the Roman army, right, um, their soldiers had extremely large shields, right? In fact, the shield was almost the size of their body, right, if not bigger. Now, what those particular soldiers were used to do was to be able to advance into an enemy territory. Now, because usually in the first line of battle, the archers are the ones that go first or go first in attack. They may not be in the forefront, but they use their arrows to kill as many people as possible, right, before that's what the army advances. Now, the Roman army had a particular tactic where they boxed themselves in their shield. So those in front, right, would put their shields forward. Those in the middle would raise their shields on top of their heads. Then those at the back, right, would put their shields behind them, right, put their shields behind them. Then those by the sides would hold the shield by the side. So they were typically a boxed formation, covered completely. So no matter how many arrows you shot at them, their shields kept on deflecting it and they would be able to move. Now, because of the way the shields were built, they had little spaces where they could see and walk. So because they knew that they were absolutely protected, they could advance on any enemy territory without having a second thought. Having a second thought. Right? And that's what the shield of faith does for you. It just doesn't protect you. It does not, it's not, it's not an instrument of retreat. It's an instrument of attack. Because as you're blocking those shields, right, whatever accusation that the enemy throws at you, you are pushing forward into whatever your mission is. And then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, right? It's an instrument of attack. That's what you use as your attack tool. As you advance by faith, your attack tool is the word of God. As you advance by faith, your attack tool is the word of God. I learned something from a very great man of God that I love so much. And I think I've mentioned him here quite a lot. His name is Pastor Bill Johnson. And he was talking about the, the concept of the armor of God, right? And he said that back in the days, uh, the soldiers also had a very small knife. And that knife was to be able to um, pick out any of those arrows, right, that might have pierced them, right? So they'll be able to, um, you know, just quite painful thing, but then just pierce their bodies, right, and remove whatever arrow might have pierced them. Now, he said that that is also how the word of God is, right? That wherever there is a wound, it's the word of God that heals that wound. It removes whatever attack it was, right? And then it heals the wound. Now, you need to be the one to develop it. Scripture says, put on the whole armor of God, which means that it is your responsibility. Scripture never says that you have the whole armor of God. You put on the whole armor of God. It's something that you consciously decide, consciously decide. I was walking, um, I went to buy something some few days ago, and then one of my neighbors like that um, talks a lot, typically. And he said, he said some things about me, you know. And I was just, you know, looking at him. I just laughed and then I left. And I realized that something strange had happened to me. That whatever he said did not have an effect on me. I'd have come home you know, sat down and talked about it, thought about it, and it really didn't have an effect on me. I was 
in the office with one of my aunts and she, you know, she was talking and people were saying something, she, she mentioned some very sensitive things to me as a person. And when she just finished, I just told her, I said, okay, thank you, auntie. I understand, I don't, whatever people want to say, it's really left to them. They have their right to say what they want to say, but I know what I'm going to do. Being that of before, I would have used that opportunity to sulk and cry. But by the help of the Spirit of God, He has helped me to develop bulletproof skin. Do you know one of the reasons why crocodiles and a lot of reptiles are very confident in attacking their prey? Because their skin is tough. The weakness of their bodies are actually on their bellies. And that's why they slide through that particular point. They never expose those weak regions. But the armor of a crocodile is really, really tough. Based on a lot of um, opinions, they say that even a shotgun right, finds it difficult to penetrate into the back of a crocodile. So, when you want to do anything with a crocodile, you want to kill a crocodile, you have to kill it from under. That's where the weakness is. Dear Tyler, develop tough skin. Guide yourself with the full armor of God. Become bulletproof. Become bulletproof. The moment you do that, you cannot imagine the courage and the confidence you begin to exude. Imagine people deliberately trying to hurt you and harm you and realize that every single attack that they push towards you, it has no effect. It becomes frustrating and usually it scares them. It usually scares them. Now, typically, I don't know why people would love to attack others, right? I don't think it's a proper human um, character, right? I don't know why people would do that. But sadly, people do. And because of the world that we live in and the choices that we make and the choices that other people make, people are going to say some really, really nasty things to you. And so you have to make that choice. You've got to make that decision and say, irrespective of whatever happens, right? I know what I have believed, right? Scripture says, I know whom I have believed and he is able, right, to keep that which he has committed unto me, unto that day. There is just this shorty that God will show up for me and I'm learning to believe it every single day. Anytime when I feel those thoughts of anxiety or those thoughts of, you know, um, those, those attacking thoughts, I quickly guard myself with what the Lord has promised me by the word of the Lord, by the word of God, by the word of God. And you've got to choose that. You've got to choose that. People will look at you and be like, huh, is it that you don't, you're, you're, not, you're not concerned or something, or you're not, they expect you to react to their words. And when they don't, and when they don't see it, they either look at you as unserious or they really become scared of you because like whatever this person knows, whatever is running through this individual's mind must be something extremely, extremely big. The confidence, right, comes from God, his word, and knowing what he has made available to you. It's very, very important. And I hope this season that you would, you know, advance through every attack, every attack, whether it be from the past or the things that you are pressing forward to. I pray that you would advance through every single one of them in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you, Father, for giving us, Father, a way out of life's attacks, the accusations of the enemy, and even the experiences of our lives. Spirit of the living God, thank you, Father, because you have provided unto us the helmet of salvation that reminds us that we are saved and loved.
The breastplate of righteousness that reminds us that we have been redeemed. We are no longer condemned and keeps our hearts steady that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the belt of truth that girdles every other equipment in our lives. Thank you, Father, for the shoes of the gospel of peace that reminds us of the of the places where we walk and in the manner in which we walk in a peaceful manner. What we carry is peaceful. Thank you, Lord Father, for the shield of faith that helps, O oh God, to block the fiery darts of the enemy and advance into enemy territory and the sword of the Spirit, which is our attack symbol, which is our attack instrument. Thank you, Lord, because we know that in this year we're going to advance and we're going to advance greatly in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So I really hope that this episode blessed you. Please and please do well to share with others. It's um, really, really encouraging, right? It's nice to see the numbers go up too, right? So this is me signing out, Tyler. Remember that I love you, I believe in you, and I'm always rooting for you. Bye.